Welcome to a podcast of a sermon delivered at the Unitarian Society of Ridgewood in New Jersey. Our congregation is a place where you will find inspiration in the richness of diverse beliefs and the power of community. Detailed information about the Unitarian Society of Ridgewood is available on our website, uuridgewood.org. Now, if you'll please join me in the words for lighting the chalice, they are going to be projected. There we go. We light this chalice. Now I'll invite you to take a deep breath. The weather has gotten warm. We've passed the longest day of the year. And so though you can't really tell it yet, we have begun that slow return to darkness. But for this moment, for these precious summer days, we glory in being outdoors in warmth and sunshine, together in play and in joy, answering yes to life, embracing the feeling of endless possibilities. Breathe in deeply. Breathe in the beauty of this time of year, the power of being together. Listen and breathe. All year long, you have arrived here on Sunday mornings and many of you throughout the week. You arrived to be together to sing and to listen, to celebrate and to mourn, to learn and grow and change. You arrived sometimes frustrated or angry, sometimes sad and uncertain, sometimes joyful and celebratory, sometimes confident and assured. You arrived each time with all that you are needing a community, a place to call home, a place to be yourself, a place to find love. Today we gather for the last Sunday of the congregational year, this congregation of people, having shared for the past 10 months our gifts, our lives, ourselves. All year you brought yourselves here to share and learn, to question and answer, to give and work and serve with joy, even in the face of challenge or tragedy. All year long, you brought yourselves here to offer kindness and to affirm, to welcome and to rejoice, to love each other so that beauty and truth and joy might be increased in this world. Whatever work was yours, whether you helped in RE or sang with the choir, greeted others, wrote cards, made calls, did the work of business and finances, or did the work of healing your own soul, by being here Sunday after Sunday, giving the rest of us the gift of your presence, I have been grateful for you and your community has been grateful for you. In our uncertain world where ethics seem to fall in the face of greed, community in the face of selfishness, kindness in the face of cruelty, we realize the importance of steady companionship, of fellow seekers who keep us safe, who welcome our questions and our theories, who open their arms to us just as we are, 
and allow us to be ourselves. Here in this home, I hope you have known that care of open arms. I hope you have been warmed by the joy of honest smiles and that you have found solace in the love of hearts truly present to yours. We gather together with gratitude for the gift of each other this morning, as every morning. Welcome. Every Sunday that we gather, we take time in our service to be quiet together. And this isn't just because the world is so busy that learning to be still matters, though that is a good reason. It's also because something different happens when we make this space together in community. It's one thing to sit alone at home and meditate, to sit by yourself in the quiet and think about the things that are important to you about your hopes and your fears. When we sit here side by side and together focus on things of great import, a different feeling is generated. We remember together that others worry about the state of the world. We remember together that others experience joys and triumphs. We remember together that others are grieving and hurting. We remember together that we are all part of the human family that doubts and hopes and loves. We remember that whatever we carry, whoever we are, we are not actually alone. So I invite you into this time this morning. Please take a deep, slow breath. Settle your body as much as you can, as comfortably as you can. If it feels right, close your eyes. And take another deep, slow breath. Keep breathing deeply and slowly. And as you breathe, be present here. Be aware of the breaths moving in and out of the bodies around you. Here you are part of something larger than yourself. Here your cares are joined with others. As we long for a world in which immigrants are treated with dignity and respect, in which members of the LGBTQIA community are treated with dignity and respect, in which all people are deeply understood and seen and loved, not for what they do or how they dress or the color of their skin or where they are from, but simply by virtue of their humanity, their inherent worth. Breathe here among people who also long for a changed world. And as we move into silence together, hold your own joys and sorrows, fears and hopes, and know they are held in this home by this community, this family, held with love. Breathe. So it isn't enough to embrace our gifts or to bring them to communities like this. The larger world has need of them, too. 
You know, as well as I do, that this world is broken and hurting in more ways than one. Just this week, the spotlight was again on detention centers in which children who have been separated from their families are being held in horrifying conditions. Again this week, promises of coming ice raids have left many afraid. Everywhere we look, every moment of endless news coverage, there's something terrible happening here or abroad. The refugee crisis continues, there's the horror in Sudan, I could go on. The reality is that there is so much to be done. That's why we start deep inside, move out a little bit further, and then take our gifts even further into the wider world. We need the strength that comes from cultivating our centers and deepening our spirit, embracing with confidence what we bring. Then we need communities of care that can help sustain us, that can remind us when we doubt, catch us when we fall, give us backup. The work of transforming the world would otherwise be too overwhelming. But that final step is vital, that move into the bigger world, because the world needs our compassion and care and love. And we Unitarian Universalists absolutely believe in the power of one person to change the world, even if in a small way. We believe also in the capacity of groups, strong, interconnected, supportive groups, to make real change. We believe that even if we won't see that change, it's truly possible and we have to commit ourselves to the long game. The world needs the gifts that we bring and here are some of the answers that you gave back in September that address that wider world. I was recently by the ocean for a wedding, and I was reminded of the power of water, which is also part of what we see in our water communion ceremonies. There was the edge of this cove. I don't know if you can see it. Look right at the water line and the edge of that rock. The water has eroded the rock over time, as water does. Not a little bit of water, but waves, collected and powerful over time, can change the face of a landscape, can alter rocks that seem like they ought to be eternal. It takes time. Change and transformation are slow, but they happen. I've told you before that that Martin Luther King Jr. quote about the arc of the moral universe bending toward justice is an adaptation of a quote from the Reverend Theodore Parker, a Unitarian minister. We believe that truth even if sometimes we despair of it, we believe the truth that the world is ultimately heading towards something good, that good will overcome if people continue to embrace evermore the worth and dignity of each person, the value of community and the truth of the interconnectedness of all being. Good will overcome if people continue to live evermore guided by love and care, and if people continue to give their gifts freely. That story from Justin Horner exemplifies the free giving of gifts. Not just a tire change and not just a tamale, but a friendly face, a reach across division and difference, a genuine connection in that brief moment with no expectation of return, no expectation of payback, just an individual caring for another because it's the right thing to do. 
and in that caring, inspiring even more caring. Because that's what Horner's really illustrating, right? He's reminding us that when we experience kindness, we act with increased kindness. He's reminding us that goodness and love and compassion can grow and grow, that the world can be changed by the ripple effect of one act of care. Each act of care that you offer to each other, to strangers out in the world, has the potential to shift everything. We have faith that the effects of our careful, genuine, kind actions will be positive in the world. So that even if we can't see the outcome, we keep trying, expecting nothing in return. We are called to offer our gifts, and here you can see them all. The answers you gave back in September, and thanks goes to Carol Wolf. These are the gifts that you identified as your own, that you could offer to each other, that you can offer out in the world. And that is what we are called to do, to offer our gifts over and over to a world in desperate need of them. It has been a wonderful year of individual growth, of congregational change, of hope and sharing and great music and pain and joy. And summer is upon us. And I know that many of you will take a bit of a break from congregational life. That might mean that committee work slows down or that you don't show up every Sunday morning throughout the summer. But I want to encourage you to remember that the embracing of your own gifts doesn't stop and that your need for community and others' need for you doesn't stop, and the world doesn't stop needing your care and your love. Every single one of us, if we embrace our gifts, is powerful beyond even our own knowing. Together, offering our gifts to one another, we are powerful beyond what can be spoken. And this world, our world, is desperate for the healing gifts of love, compassion, kindness, empathy, and even turtles. With sincerity and humor and care and inclusiveness, we can be a community that helps in building a new and different world, one without fear, one filled with hope. There is no greater aspiration in our Unitarian Universalism than this, to create a world in which each and every person knows their worth and dignity, recognizes that of others, and lives deeply into the interconnections that hold us accountable, but also support us and assure us that we are not alone. May we remember all summer long the gifts that are ours. May we offer gratitude all summer long for the people that love us. And may we work all summer long for a changed and better world. So may it be. Please remain standing and join in the words for extinguishing the chalice. We extinguish this flame. Until we are together again. May warmth and joy, strength and love be yours throughout these long summer days. Go in peace to the picnic and have a fun. Mm-hmm.